Hi everybody and welcome back to the Crafty Crew Podcast. My name is Kinger, I'm joined as always by Walshy. Hello. By Mark. Good evening. And by Nelly. Well, it's weird to be first on the lister. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's the way it's the way you're lined up on my uh, on my okay. on my um oh. Discord, yeah. Um so we've had a bit of a stuttering start to um season two, unfortunately, I believe. Yeah, I mean unfortunately, you know, for once it wasn't our fault. Generally these things are entirely down to us and we cock up. But this time it wasn't. One of the one of the members of the crafty crew had to undergo a med- medical procedure, um, which was unfortunate. Um, I, I don't know, Mark. If you wanna, if you wanna maybe, I don't know if you yeah, if you're okay to share that or no. Yeah, it's fine. So basically, um, over the years, I've been accused of having a lack of sense, and recently doctors confirmed this diagnosis, and I had to have some sense knocked into me by uh, the application <laughs> of a, of a large foot to the back of my head. So yeah, lovely. In in the medical field, uh, we there like to we call go. that a mild concussion. Yeah. <laughs> and and thanks for <laughs> thanks for that note for work there while she was really uh really really helpful. Yeah, no bother, buddy. I, I look after you, you know. Well, the funniest thing was like me and Nally were both like, you know, okay, Mark, we'll just we'll take a few weeks let you get back to full health. And while she was all like, no, no, come on, let's do it anyway. He's fine. He's he's only faking. Like Gosh. you know, very Co- couple of Panadol, your grant, you know. <laughs> that is the general I mean... consensus. <laughs> Out of any of us, Walshie is the one who is, you know, most qualified to uh, determine whether you're good or not to come back from a concussion. <laughs> right, so we are continuing our journey uh, through the 32 counties of Ireland. And this week we are in Carlow and Kildare. So we have uh, O'Hara's Irish Stout. Uh, it's a nitro. And then we have the fantastically named Fresh Prince of Kildare from Trouble Brewing. I am... Um, it's a dipper, so I'm like already. That's that's a high rating before we even start for me. <laughs> <laughs> high ABV rating, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Very high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, are we? I suppose will we start with O'Hara's in Carlo? Yeah. So, um, I'll kick us off. Got a few uh, facts about O'Hara's here. So they actually trade as the Carlo Brewing Company, but you know you wouldn't know that unless you actually looked into it, because everything's branded as O'Hara's. Um, you know, it was set up in 1996 by two brothers. Uh, so Seamus O'Hara and his brother Eamon. So this is like one of the, like, we, we talked before about, you know, the early 2000s being an explosion of kind of craft breweries around Ireland. But not the mid-90s, this was the birth of it. So throughout the like 16, 17, 1800s, Ireland had hundreds of breweries we were known around the world for like fantastic quality beers, but then it started to die off as large kind of corporation brewing came into effect. And in America and Canada and the UK in the 80s, the craft brewery kind of, what would you call it, new wave of craft breweries started to pop up. And in the 90s in Ireland, the late 90s, was the first kind of sprouts of the Irish uh, kind of craft brewery scene. So O'Hara's was one of those very first craft breweries. They're really big now. They're like very established. I'd almost call them a pseudo craft brewery because some of their brands these days are, they are still craft, but they're like, like a Sierra Nevada, you know, they've, they've been around so long and they're so consistent and in such a professional setup that they're almost the staples of the brand and they, they're a legitimate brand. Like I think almost every off license in the country would have an O'Hara's representing in there somewhere, Yeah, you know, so th- these guys are Definitely. massive and They've been involved in a lot, like setting up the um, the craft brewer craft brewery um, festival every year. It was set up in twenty eleven, so the it was like the Irish International Craft Beer Convention or whatever. So they were involved in setting that up for the first time in twenty eleven, and it's been running for you know well since then, with the exception of COVID, obviously. So they really get involved in kind of the market and stuff. Um, interestingly enough, they own uh, Craigie's. So they, they produce Craigie's oh, rosé cider here in Ireland. So um, anyone who's listened to oh. this podcast, especially our ciders episode last season, will remember <laughs> how rosé cider went down. So O'Hara is very well established, well thought of craft brewery. One big, massive black mark against their name in this podcast. So they have that to live up to. Um, so I mean... One, if King are saying that that dipper of his is starting off with some plus points already because, you know, he's a big dippers fan, 
Well, Hearts are going to have to do well <laughs> to overcome the fact that Craigies is part of their lineup. Jesus. Ah, uh, no. Ah, uh, no. We have, to, we have to look at it impartially. Like. No, I look down on a, a shop that stocks it now. Never mind the people who make <laughs> yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. yeah well, Mark, look at it this way. I even left that shop when I found out they had it. Yeah. That's why you left. Gone. That's why you left. Hand, ha- handed in my notice. No, I can't I can't be surrounded by this kind of nonsense. You know? um, anyway, so just uh, this is another... You know I like to get into the history of shit in this, but um, the Carlo... Brewing Company, so Harris is based in Minyabeg um, in or Minyabeg in Carlow. So it's known in English as Bagnallstown. The official name is Minyabeg, and they changed it in like the 1920s after Ireland gained independence from England. But in 1977, sorry, 1975, they had a like a vote to try and change it back to Bagnallstown because that's what everyone calls it. Even today, apparently, everyone calls it Bagnallstown. And 70 cent of people voted to change the name back. But not enough people showed up, so you know they couldn't pass it. So um, they're still mini bug, and uh, just you know a, a nice bit of Irish history here. Um, if you go on Wikipedia and you search a place, they normally give you like a notable people, like you know this famous person is from there. But apparently, now this is just based on Wikipedia, so I know people might get controversial with this. But apparently, Richie Cavanagh, the very famous Irish entertainer, entertainer is from. Uh, <laughs> Bagnastown, so stay with her, Johnny. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I am. I am so looking forward to some Walshies. Um, I cannot wait. Are we calling them facts or are uh, we calling Walshies them wisdoms? Atrocious. Walshies wisdoms. wisdoms. I love that. Love that. I I have love too much that. wisdom, so I decided to change it up a little bit, and it's a little tiny game I'm going to play with G. Oh, okay. Uh, I've only after hearing of this thing called Twin Towns or Sister Towns. Hadn't a clue it was a thing while I was researching earlier on. So there's like loads of towns and stuff. So I said, I'll take the county. I'll take three names. One of them will be the sister town and I'll just let you guess. Okay. 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 A couple of seconds. So, Carlo, I'm going to throw out a couple of towns and countries. Hang on, you hang on, me. hang on. You've, you've only just heard of this. Sister Towns, yeah. Hadn't a clue. <laughs> Where are you from? You live Chateau in Brienne. Atlone, right? Chateau you live Brienne in, or something, I think. <laughs> you live you live in the twenty first century, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry, go on. Okay, go on. Back 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 to the game. Okay. Yeah, right. So Carlo, I'm gonna start off. You have Buchan, Italy, Nador, Malta, or Dole, France. Oh, I don't, I don't know how this Surely. works. How do we Where answer? Is twinned with? Sorry. Do we just yeah, scream? We just, right, okay, Mark, you go first. Be- which one? Do you pick your, which one do you want? Beauchin, Italy. Okay, Nally? Dole, France. Kinger. I'll go the other one, so I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> Nador, Malta. It's uh, Nador Dole, Malta. France. Okay. Ah, boo. Hey, one point for I Nally. I games again. Yay. Games are good. <laughs> A nice, simple, straightforward thing for Walshy to do. And not... <laughs> fuck up well I yes. mean yes. I'm sure those yes. pronunciations are quite suspect if they're in their you know home yeah, that, suspect enough, yeah. that Malta <laughs> yeah. and Italy one were probably a little sceptical but I've this kind of sound confident or they sound met up so yeah we established <laughs> this early so fair we're only about a quarter of the way through this podcast while she said don't get too high on your horse yet okay <laughs> uh, okay Nally uh, hit us up with some um, trouble brewing slash Kildare facts Oh, well, I don't really know much about Kildare. There's not a whole lot there as far as I know, is there? <laughs> but uh, they, have trouble trouble, they have trouble brewing, which is, you know, definitely a positive. Uh, so trouble brewing are, and they're they're one of, you know, one of the first uh, craft breweries in Ireland to start out. They did start out, it was around 2010, um, 2010, 2011, but there was only around 10 craft breweries in the whole of the country then. So, you know, they are one of the, one of the first originators of it and um, a thing that really got them popular or kind of brought them to the forefront was they make a lot of seasonal beers and they made a pumpkin pumpkin beer for halloween time so the pumpkin beer it, it was made with uh pumpkins grown by one of the founders his mom grew a heap of pumpkins and they used them in the beer and they make all their beers it's it's with their own they have their own well on site and they use irish malt and stuff to make you know it's the base of all their beers 
but they've been going on uh, going around now 10 years and it was set up by three three friends one of them was big into homebrew and the second guy kind of got into it and when they all went to a beer festival and then the third guy slowly followed suit i don't think they're all still there i think only one of them might still be there now the others have kind of moved on to different things but um yeah so every year they have all the seasonal seasonal uh, beers that they bring out they have about five in their core range and then they bring out seasonal ones as the, the year goes on and um, a thing i did notice that mark you'll see when we get to the when we get to the can particularly because i know you're the one for the artwork on the cans kind of so you might notice it when we get to it that um about two years ago um trouble brewing they changed up all the artwork on their cans all their style so one of their um one of their mainline beers one of their you know core range is called ambush pale ale and it used to it used to be kind of a blue can, and it used to just have this kind of weird character—not a full character, just a face on the front of it that looked a bit strange. But they've gone for the kind of a new style with it. Um, we'll talk about it more when we get there. But I, I think it's pretty cool. It's just a heap of geometric shapes that uh, mm. I, I I think it's cool. Yep. Like I like them. And um, yeah, this this one we're going to try today as well—the fresh principle there. That's one of their seasonable ones. So if you notice on the front of it, it'll have twenty twenty one. So they have it out every year, kind of. There's a couple of breweries that do that. Um, Wicklow Wolf do it with their pointy shoes, their barrel-aged stuff that they do every year and stuff like that. Yeah, um, apart from that, you know, they're they're a mainstay kind of on the Irish market. They've they've gotten a lot more, you know, they're available in a lot of places, so they are um, no more than O'Hara's. They're, they'd be pretty popular now at this point. Um, you can't see, you know, 90% yeah. of off-license that have any craft beer section will have some kind of trouble brewing in there they have a good range as well you know they have pale ale stouts they have a dark porter that's really good i think it's dark arts uh dark porter and it's really good so this yeah definitely worth a try if anyone's try uh you know looking to get into porters it's it's a, it's a solid one to start out with i have uh two experiences with these so like their vietnam is one of their mainstay beers which is a very solid beer and people should try it if, if you get the chance the other was i once bought a can of this um and I bought like a lot of cans together and I put them in like a, one of those plastic uh, storage containers. And when I went to open the container like the next week, one can had like very slowly burst and seeped and kind of soaked all the other cans in it. And then I had to like clean them all off. And it was Trouble Brewing's Lucky Pale Ale. <laughs> so the irony's not lost on me that that was the can that burst. But it was such an annoying experience that I have a little hang up on them as well. So I've got little hang ups on boat breweries, you know, very um, unreasonable, <laughs> illogical hang ups. At least you're unbiased. Yeah, then. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I'm aware. I'm a, I'm aware of my bias. So does that make it better? I don't know. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, the bias is is, is negative on both sides. At least it's not one positive bias and one negative bias. Yeah, so. and like I like I said um, with the mountain people of Wicklow, you know, being a Dubliner. <laughs> the uh, the flames people of Kildare, all they're there is a buffer to the pale. That's all the reason that county exists. So <laughs> don't expect much. I just have a quick one, lads. Uh, on an aside, I know Walshy, we will we'll get your words of wisdom in a minute, but I just have a quick one on an aside. I have to give a quick shout out to one of the lads uh, to Temple because you know the way we talk about what beers were kind of our favorites, and I said last year the Wicklow Wolf Apex Moors was was my favorite beer. So uh, one of the lads, he was going through his collection of beverages and he found that he had two cans of Apex S'mores. So guess who has another can of Apex S'mores, baby? This guy. No yeah. Way. The only problem is <laughs> last time I drank my last can of Apex S'mores, I didn't know it was, you know, limited edition. I thought I could get more. This time I really need to pick when to frick to drink it because I might never get it again. Which is you've you know, got? A bit of, is it still in date? You've got irrelevant, wedding, irrelevant. Like Kinger. Chris, <laughs> Chris. I'm sorry, yeah. Nally, I feel you've got like a your wedding, like a christening of a child, like I don't know your second wedding, um, something. Yeah. There has to be a major life milestone that you drink that on. But at the same yeah. time, it can't be two years from now because it'll probably spoil in the cap. So you need to make a major life milestone happen in the next few months. Tuesday. I feel like Tuesday is a major life milestone. <laughs> I was going to say Tuesday. <laughs> but Mark was talking, so I didn't get a chance. Tuesday is solid. Uh, right, well, she, what, are you, what are you quizzing us with this time? Well, I, same again for now. I'll probably change it up. I'll do a little bit. To, I think getting to laugh at my made-up facts <laughs> might have been a bit more entertaining. Um, but we'll go for uh, Corp Nudes France. 
Cooper City, USA, and Pledfield, Germany. They were probably all pronounced wrong, except for oh, Cooper City. Well, I thought so. I thought you said Pooper City, so I'm going to go with <laughs> yeah, that. Same. Yeah, I said Cooper. <laughs> the one he said in I, France, I, I thought, you I said, thought you said poo for that as well. So I'll go for the French poo. If you guys are going for the American poo, I don't know where you're getting poo from. No, I, I'm going for I'm going for the French one because I thought he said corp nudes, which I thought was yeah. That's strange. what it, that's what it is. Corpse nudes. Okay, so it's corpse nudes. Right, fantastic. Let's go with corpse nudes. Yeah, I'll actually have so corpse weird. nudes as well. And you're going with Cooper <laughs> Kinger, is it? Yeah. Yeah, it's corp nudes. Yeah. It's actually. I mean, I'm just. I'm just going to give you a quick one on that. I'm I'm just gonna a quick one on that. So your sister towns and your um, sister cities and stuff. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure Ireland was just twinned with France. So every Irish town is just twinned with somewhere in France. Ah. <laughs> ah. And I guess that because the Athlone one. I guess that because the Athlone is twinned with a city a in French France town. as well. So yeah. I was like, if he if he says a French name, I'm just gonna go with it. Well, I mean, there's there's a, there's a lot of them here. Like I I have a full list of all of the towns and stuff. That's but there's a lot of them there. <laughs> France and America seem to be the main ones, but there's like a couple of Italy's, Poland's. So moving on to uh, the Nitro Stout. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to listen to this. Let's get on to the alcohol. That's what people want to hear about. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, while while we're cracking this open, like I should say, I I had two matches today, and I smell. You know when. You know when you find your gear bag in the bottom of the garage for after about six months of sitting oh, in like no. really ah yes that uh, green zebra by Founders have, have, smell <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so I haven't had a chance to shower so while we're like talking about the smell of this I might get like interfering notes from myself do you know Kinger went full on un- unclean gym workout what's it like an unclean protein shake yeah the shaker from absolutely. it absolutely. <laughs> So what I like about their uh, their can for this Nitro Stout is that at the bottom it has instructions, you know, for all of us who aren't sure how to pour out stouts. It's a uh, chill, pull, pour, enjoy. Sorry, I read it out wrong. Yeah. Well, man. Oh, yeah. God, chill. Damn it, Mark. Reading it up the can. One job. <laughs> Shut up and let me finish. That, 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 chill. That, that concussion chill, is a fucker. Chill, pull, pour, pr- pause, enjoy. There we go. So they actually tell you how to drink it. You got there. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, first things first. The can is like real simple, uh, black can with gold and white writing and then um, like a white band at the bottom just to say craft brewed in Ireland and all your kind of essential in- information. It's nothing like... O'Hara's tend not to do much. You know. O'Hara's just have their, their look. Yeah. Like 51st State, I think, is yeah. the one that's probably the most out there and that's because there's more than two colours on it. Like it's... Yeah. Okay. I will say, I will say, lads. So if you if you pick up your other can, so these are for this uh, can is a bit deceiving because it it doesn't fit in all of my other freaking places. I store cans like a normal can, that you know, a normal a craft bigger, beer can yeah. that are four forty mils. This looks like it should be five hundred mils, but it's only four forty. It's just skinnier and taller, which is a pain in the arse for where I put them in the fridge. Yeah, I have to put this in the door of the fridge, whereas yeah. everything else fits in neatly in its shelf. <laughs> Do you reckon that's a bit of a marketing gimmick? As in, we're making it the same size and shape as a Guinness can, but it, there's less in it, so we make more money off of it. I oh, I'd say so. I wonder is it I a reckon, thing, because yeah. as I was opening the can, uh, you could nearly hear, not gas, but yeah, gas kind of seeping through, like the, there was air trapped in it or something. The nitro? That's the nitro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. Nitro is short that's for nitrogen. Dr. Paul Welsh's tip of the week. We didn't learn that in school. <laughs> There's a lot we didn't learn in school. No, or there was. I just not a lot. I don't remember. It yeah. smells like a stout. I don't know. Like, is there That's another type of smell it. you can put on that? Like, it's it's pretty standard. I think it's it's a little sweeter than say a Guinness. Um, you know, it's kind of a little bit more creamy smell than a Guinness. A little bit sweeter yeah. or something. It's yeah, got a kind of milkiness to the smell. Do you get that, Nally? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. That that uh, yeah. saying something smells milky could be quite off-putting, depending on your kind of yeah, your taste, like you know. But if I, I, get, I stout, get what you mean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, these milky stouts kind of have that sweet kind of flavor, but it's it's not like just a pure yeah. sweetness like you get with some citra IPAs or anything, where you you know you're smelling the hops and stuff. Yeah. 
this is this kind of you're smelling it sweet but you know that it's going to be kind of more viscous and heavy like there's no fizziness there yeah. but it does look you know standard black, standard head on it so black with an off-white head <laughs> oh that is that is tasty yeah that is very tasty isn't it i i would say it's a little watery on mouthfeel um i don't know how you guys are yeah. feeling but it's very it's not as say creamy as i expected based on the smell and kind of the pour um, especially the head it's a yeah. nice thick bouncy head on it for a stout like which is good but it just kind of slides out of your mouth real quick it doesn't leave much behind yeah yeah it, it is it's quite dry but you know it's it's an irish stout so they they are dry stouts but i get what you mean it is that little bit more watery you kind of get um i think for some reason in this case it kind of carries the flavor that bit more like it's kind of chocolatey or kind of something roasted there maybe coffee or something but it's not not super strong, but it is there a little bit, and it's not gone straight away because it's that bit water and it sticks around a little bit longer. Maybe um, is it is it are you doing it a disservice by instantly comparing it to a Guinness like from the word go? Like because that's yeah. kind of going to be the the baseline, right? Yeah, and and I know it's it's a super high baseline to set. I mean, most people who drink Guinness drink it because it's like in in their lives probably yeah. the nicest drink there is. Like, um, and I'm just like. To be careful, we do draw comparisons with established beers, but that's as much to yeah. kind of express how we're feeling about something. So to say it's more watery than Guinness, it's not straight out negative. We're just trying to describe no what we think it yeah, is. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's also it's also a handy way for you know anyone who's trying to get new into craft beer. When we're describing it, something similar to kind of Guinness, it gives them a baseline of where we're working off. Like instead of people who you know, are seasoned with craft beer and we're saying, well, you know, it's kind of like a milder version of, I don't know, pointy shoes or something, which yeah. is the Wicklow Wolf bourbon age stout like, so. <laughs> King Eric, we're prof- professionals. Stop questioning us. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, my, my only my only thing that I was going to say was that like, like when I'm having a Guinness, it feels like I'm almost having a meal. Like there's a bit of work to it. Whereas this, like I was agreeing with what you're saying, it kind of it washes away very quick. But I find that this does leave quite um quite a long aftertaste, like after it's gone, which is good because it, it tastes nice. Like if, if that was a bad tasting beer, it would obviously have negative effects. Yeah, I think uh, I think you're right though about the, about the Guinness part of it, not not comparing it too much because because it is different. It's you know, it's the same style, but that kind of wateriness leaving the taste there that bit longer, I think. I think it's pretty decent. You know, like you were saying with a Guinness being almost a meal, I feel like you could nearly go out and have more of these and not feel as full. To throw back to something you said, Nally, if this said coffee milk stout on the uh, on the can, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's definitely a coffee milk stout. It, it's literally, there's a lovely roasted coffee kind of taste off it. It's subtle. It's not overpowering. Um, but it's I've had coffee stouts that just taste like coffee beans and they're like yeah. super overpowering yeah, yeah. but this is actually kind of what you'd want out of one um, uh, Walshie you've been uh, deliberating quietly in your head there what are your, what are your thoughts uh, I, I will go off something and I might, I might get a bit of stick for this so if you remember oh. back in season one oh. we talked about that I had uh, my first Guinness years ago and I had a couple of pints oh. uh, a few, few months ago right and I had stated that I found it quite bland and kind of boring. Don't you? Right? Walking. Sorry, Kinger. Sorry. I know, I know and where probably, this is going. You're pro- I'm probably I, going to apologise to a lot more people for it, this. But I found it a little boring. And that's maybe because, obviously because, drinking stouts over the Christmas, a lot more of them outlandish ones with a lot of flavours and stuff like this. I find that quite similar. I think it's very watery, like Mark said as well. Like, it's not bad. It's tasty. But it's just, I, don't, I find it a little boring. At the same time, I don't think there's really much to it, really, to remember. And that's how I felt about Guinness as well. So, Ladies and gentlemen, those of us at the Crafty Crew, with any ounce of sense, would like to distance ourselves from Walshie's comments on Guinness. <laughs> we apologise for any offence caused in this previous segment, and hope you will continue don't listening to such us. He's, he's apologising for me, whereas he insulted Guinness. the boys that make Guinness. That's different. That's different. That's very different. <laughs> Mark, you've also... You've also had a habit lately of like having a go at every county we've drank from. In, in, That's in exactly. Just because and he apologises for an opinion I make. It's just because the counties we've drank from are the bordering counties of Dublin, and there's rivalry. 
So as 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 we get further north I'll get, or west, I'll get more, more pleasant with the exception of Mayo because I live there. <laughs> I, so when we do Mayo, when we heads up to Mayo, people, when we do Mayo, all right, what I'm going to get away with on this podcast is possibly going to get us cancelled and kicked off several streaming platforms. <laughs> I, I I reckon it's probably just because you're from Dublin. Let's not sugarcoat it. It doesn't matter yeah, where anyone else is from. Trade. It's just because you're from Dublin, Mark. It's just a trait. We're just <laughs> better people. <laughs> you're not. You're not even the real capital, according to Cork. Like so, wish now, wish. <laughs> if Mark is going to go off on Mayo, and maybe potentially, probably get us cancelled, can we leave Mayo till nearly the end so we can kind of get at least a a nice few episodes done before then, before we get cancelled? You don't want to do Mayo next week and then we're gone again, do you know? Yeah. I have to say, I'm quite enjoying this. I'm really surprised by. You know, like a craft beer sometimes will lose its head fairly quickly as you go down the glass. This actually, the head seems to stick around a lot as you go down the glass with it, which is, I think is very impressive for it. I know you're saying pseudo craft beer, but like, um, I think it's kind it's of cool. It's appealing, isn't it? Because you like, when you drink a stout, yeah. you like seeing that nice creamy head in it. And with a lot of craft stouts, yeah. it does dissipate after about halfway and you're just drinking black liquid. But the fact that it sticks with it is very appealing to drink the end of the pint because it's still there. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm assuming a lot of that comes from the fact that it's got the nitro in it, um, probably holding the bubbles. The bubbles are smaller with the nitro, it gives it that kind of creamier um, flavor. So maybe that has something to do with the head sticking around for so much longer. Same with a Guinness, you know, when you get to get the end of a Guinness, the, the head is still there because it's served on nitro. Like. As I've thrown up in a few of the previous episodes that I, we're trying to, you know, for every drinking situation, we're trying to like have a craft solution as opposed to the mainstream solution that yes. kind of currently exists. But, um, you know, there's people or maybe ourselves where it's the middle of the summer, it's warm, you know, you maybe want to have a stout, but Guinness can be heavy, as you say, Kinger, or maybe you've had a big meal and, you know, it's it's not the depths of winter, so you're not going to go for a Guinness. But yeah. something lighter that still tastes nice, that is a stout like this, you could call maybe like a summer stout or a summer style stout. And just the, the lack of body to it makes it kind of easier to drink and digest. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's fair. I would see this more for me as like maybe sitting in on a Friday night, um, watching TV. Kind of, it's not going to be like I if if I was to have three or four cans of Guinness, I'd be I'd be asleep in two hours. Do you know? Whereas I feel like I wouldn't be very sleepy with this. It's not it's not as heavy, so that's where where I would I'd I'd put it. But um, yeah, yeah, I feel like after a night of Guinness, you know, you're singing you know rebel songs. After night of this, maybe you're singing something a bit more modern, like Blur or Oasis or something. Yeah. <laughs> I love how you've gone from modern still being 30 years ago. <laughs> to, to, to Blur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I said some, something more modern, modern, and I wanted to get the yeah, episode's yeah. Father Ted reference out of the way nice and early. Uh, okay, so look, let's move on. Let's move on and get the rating for uh, O'Hara's Irish Stout Nitro. Um, the Crafty Crew rating system, as always. Let me inter- uh, interrupt you there and try and redeem myself after my failure to read five words off a can. I'm going to try and remember <laughs> okay, five yes, words yeah. from my brain. Okay. So we start off, bottom of the barrel, Craigie's Rosé Cider. You know who you are. Uh, unbeerable. Okay, <laughs> then we move up to level two, the... Ju- uh, the um, Ah, oh, oh. Mark. Booze. Booze. Level. You, Mark. <laughs> Booze me. Booze me. Then we hit level three, that mid-level of just beer, where you're like, yeah, that's fine. Then we hit Brutiful, level four, for those exceptional brews that don't quite make it all the way to unbeer-leavable, where we have, I think, three and a half members at this stage. Am I three right in saying members, that? Yeah. We, three yep. and a half, yeah. yeah. We have um, Hope's Grunt, Vice Bear. We have yeah. Foaming Fury, Dipper from Galway Bay. And no. Red Noir. No. Red Noir Red by Noir. Yellow Belly. We also have a Dolman Irish Stout, don't we? However, that's Dolman, our point that's five. That's the half one, isn't it? Yeah, that's the point five. Yeah. Check out the Paddy's Day special to see how that got a point five. Oh, plugs. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't mind kicking this off. Um... I definitely see the place for this. It's a, it's a good stout. It is a little bit watery and the milk kind of coffee taste. It's nice, but it does get stronger as you kind of drink it. 
and it gets kind of a little bit not too strong but it's just bordering overall for me this is a just beer it's grand i like drinking it and i would probably have it again but i wouldn't have it on mass and i wouldn't seek it out so for me just beer i wouldn't be drinking at mass mark okay no probably wouldn't be fat on mass is a french term doctor that means a lot of no i know what you meant yes i know what you meant it's probably twinned with a town in ireland <laughs> yeah, yeah. Longford. Yeah. <laughs> Surely it'd be knock Walshy because of the mass, you know. Sure. Oh, the tangents. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next, Walshy? Um. Okay. Um. It's it's it is nice, but like I said earlier on, I find it a little bland, and I find it quite watery as well. But it's still nice, so I I'm kind of solid just beer as well. I, I think it's brutal. I think it's um, it does exactly what it says in the tin. Mr. So, so fucking speak. optimism um, back. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, look, you have to be optimistic these days, Mark. Um, <laughs> I think it's I think it's lovely. I, it's not quite... I feel bad because I'm instantly comparing it to Guinness and I know we keep talking about it, but like it's, it's, it's never going to like... It's never going to knock it off its perch, so to speak. So like, um, it's, it's, it's brutal for me. I think you always will compare it that way, though. Like, especially when a stout, you know, instinct is to compare it to Guinness, regardless of what way you look at it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Whereas there's yeah. so many different beers or lagers that you can compare it to, like, six and seven different types. A stout, you've got your one main staple one, which is just Guinness, so it'll always be compared to, even if you want to or not, it's just the way it is, you know? I'm going to be in the same line as the two lads, Kinger. Uh, for me, it's a just beer. It's definitely leaning towards Brutiful. Like, you know, it's it's on that upper end of just beer, but it is just beer for me. Um, I, I like it. I think the wateriness, you know, which is a weird thing to say, but I think it kind of helps this beer. It, 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 it makes it less filling than, you know, some other stouts. You know, you could have a few of these without being feeling like you've had a roast dinner, which is, you know, positive. Like, yeah. But um, yeah, I, I think uh, the flavor is there. It's nice. I'll definitely have them again. I really want a pint of it. I'll put it that way. I think. That on tap would be class. Yeah. Um. I think. Yeah. I think that'd be really yeah. good. I think. Yeah, if I had a point of that, I, I'm. I'm already reckoning. I would move it to Brutiful. But from the can, it's just beer for me. This might be a stupid question. Does the nitro change the taste? No. Kinda. Yeah. So it, it changes the carbonation in it. It's not so much the taste, but it's the bubbles that are inside of it. So with the with the CO2, yeah, yeah. you get bigger yeah. bubbles, and that's why uh, with the nitro, you get the smaller bubbles, and it gives it that kind of creamier kind of creamier mouthfeel more than anything okay i i would okay. maybe say it doesn't change the taste but it, it changes the impact of it so like yeah. the taste is there yeah and one of the ways you absorb it is based on the carbonation level so something that's very sharp or has a very distinct taste with with high carbonation will kind of blast onto your tongue whereas something that has low carbonation yeah. um maybe <clears throat> subtle taste will kind of like settle on you and then everything else kind of lands in between and with the with the lower carbonation, like lower bubbles, say due to the nitro, it might change how you actually kind of respond to it. You know, I was just trying to delay time until I had to do my Carlo action. <laughs> so yes, this is a, as a as a delay tactic well, that was well because we all rem- <laughs> as we all remember, Kinger now has to do uh, the a little outro for O'Hara's nitro Irish stout in his best attempt at a Carlo accent. So give us your best, Richie Cavanagh there, Kinger, take it away. <laughs> so uh, I think that gi- I think that gives us a uh, uh, just beer for uh, O'Hara's Irish stout um, on the Crafty Crew podcast. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> best one Fantastic. yet, Kinger. Oh my god, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that at all. It's certainly, most entertaining for us, man. Oh my god, that's <laughs> where you did just voice. Talk like that. Can you just talk like that for now on? Actually, <laughs> for the rest of the podcast, I could try. Yeah, I could try. <laughs> so weird. That does not make sense for your face. Like, I... what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like who, who's after joining we get a guest or something uh, okay so let's continue our journey and we are heading into Kildare for Trouble Brewing's uh, Fresh Prince of Kildare like I'm a sucker for a good name oh. that's exquisite as far as uh, I'm it's up there it's, like, it's up there it's, it's, it's quality um, okay so uh, crack them open well that was a good one 
Oh yeah, th- this is definitely a dipper. Jesus, you can smell oh. it. You can she smell stank. yourself. That's... It's like when you smell it, you have That's... a flash forward to three in the morning and you're you know, <laughs> a, sitting outside a chipper eating a kebab with your bare hands, garlic sauce covering you. With your bare hands That's, or your that, beer that hands? That smells... Both, both, you know, at that stage of the night. That, that's... <laughs> That smells very similar to something I'm a, a very, very big fan yeah, of. Yeah, I was thinking that, all right. Very similar. Oh, it smells so heavy. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know that sounds like a silly thing to say, but you do kind of get a sense of how heavy it's going to be from the smell. But it's got a gorgeous yeah. sweetness to it. Um, That's going to punch you in the face. Yeah, it's got a lovely orange yeah. color. It's a hazy beer, like, you know, doubles. You ain't seeing through this thing. Um, but the the color is almost that of yeah, it's it's orange juice kind of. Yeah. You also, have one or two of these. You're not going to be seeing anything, let alone through. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is a bit of a banger. It's nine point one percent. Like it's fairly up. Nally, you mentioned earlier on about Trouble Brewing changing their can style. So I'd like to talk about this and go off yeah. on another little tangent. If that's all right for just a minute. But um, Trouble Brewing's Trouble Brewing's can style these days is this kind of, I would like to describe it as minimalistic, kind of modern arty kind of look. Is that fair to say from mm-hmm. from looking at this? Yeah, it's ge- yeah, no one say geometric. It like. Yeah, you know shapes, arcs. You know nothing too fancy. The same kind of um, font on the writing. I actually preferred their old ambush logo. Now, yeah. you know, it's hard to say I would have preferred their old style logo for this because it didn't exist or whatever. But their old ambush oh. logo was on several taps around Dublin, okay, in bars. And also, I have a glass of it. And it was basically a nose, two eyes, and two eyebrows looking like this. Like an angry kind of face. Oh, okay? yeah. Okay, and these pint glasses knocked around yes. and nobody knew, like, what, what pint glass is that from? That was... Uh, ambush from trouble it was a super good design i i've been in pubs with people who've like gone up to barman and been like what beer is this glass from because they got heineken in it and then they've been like oh i'll try that beer give me the actual beer from the glass and stuff so i actually prefer their old logo but this is still nice it's got its place it's recognizable as that brewery oh my god that's i'm i'm not gonna lie you've been talking for too long i've had a taste <laughs> this Talk is, about the mouthfeel, Kinger. Talk incredible. about the mouthfeel. We have an order to things. How does the mouthfeel feel? Uh, why, why bother wasting time? Just like get on with. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, it's a bit more carbonated than I thought it was going to be. Like normally, when you see these, they're they're a bit they're a bit juicy. This doesn't seem doesn't taste as juicy as it smells for some reason. Um, but. It's 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 crisper than I thought as well. Like it's quite sharp for a yeah, dipper. It's sharp for a dipper. So in terms of overall carbonation, it's not that carbonated. It's kind of like average. But for dippers, they tend to be, as you say, kind of juicier. It's very yeah. strong. The impression you get yeah. that ABV in that mouthful, you can you can feel it. It's it's like gone beyond juicy into like juicy plus vodka or something. You know, there's there's a definite yeah. heat of alcohol off of this when you take a drink. Yeah, I've said it before that that feeling of like the, like like a rum or a whiskey style kind of feeling in your chest. It's that kind of you do definitely get yeah. that feeling. Starting to get dizzy already. <laughs> yeah. So moving into the flavor, it's it's kind of um, you know, I'll, I'll leave it for Kinger for a minute to you know have another go before he absolutely explodes there, but. Uh, it's kind of um piney, kind of resinousy, you know, resiny kind of piney. Mm-hmm. Um, it is crisp. It's no more than yourself, King, or it's definitely crisper than I thought it was going to be. But that that kind of piney resinous, it, it comes true anyway for me. Like that kind of more East Coast kind of style or West Coast kind of style um, IPA kind of. It's There's a lovely sweetness to the smell, but the taste has an awful lot of bitterness to it, I think. Yeah. That... If if you're a person who likes your sweet beers, your citrus or your sours, the bitterness of this is more aimed at kind of let's say, I don't know, maybe malt people who like their malt flavored stuff. I think. Yeah, 
I think um I think a hundred percent, Mark. You're you're right with the bitterness. So the bitterness is definitely it's it's the high hop content that's giving it the bitterness. Um, all the bitterness in beer comes from the hops, and I think with this, if you if you um, I don't know how willing you are to go for it, but if you take a small sip of it, it's all alcohol. It's just really alcoholy at the front, and it's not a whole lot of flavor. It's just super alcohol. You get that heat. It's it's too much nearly. But if you take a decent mouthful of it, that bitterness really cuts through and really helps it. So it does. I mean, if it if it all tasted like when you take that small sip, that you wouldn't drink that. It wouldn't be worth it. It's no, not, it's not great. But that bitterness. You're like cuts drinking through. a short. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um. What was the double IPA we had last season? Uh, Firestone Walker. Firestone yeah. Walker. That's, double Jack. It's it, it's double Jack. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's... <clears throat> This is very similar in taste for me to that, but it, as I was saying earlier, this smells a lot like Metal Beer Solid. So I, 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 I think it's a strange mix that it smells like one, but tastes more like the other. Yeah, I don't think it's as full on as the Double Jack. I think that was down around 8%. Not quite, and no. And I think not quite. it had yeah. a lot going for it because, you know, it had the bitterness that cut through the alcohol content. But I don't know if there's too much content here to cut through. Because it's even when the bitterness hits you, you're still always getting that alcoholy taste the whole way through the process. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the other thing with this one though is this one is definitely sweeter than the Firestone Walker. Like that was, that was that was for sure. That was yeah, way, yeah, like sure. I know we're talking about this one being a bit piney and a bit resinous, but that one was like chewing on pine needles while someone poured vodka down your throat. Yes, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. one is not like that. <laughs> it's like a Wednesday. Yeah, because we know we, as we all know, Apex Moors is Tuesday. So. Uh, what's your thoughts? For me, like uh, like like King at the start, he said double, and he was like excited off the bat. I'm I'm not gone on the double, so I was very hesitant about this altogether. Uh, so that, that heavy taste of just pure alcohol just doesn't suit me or something. I don't know, but um. Initial first taste, I was like, "Oh, do you know what? You can't taste the alcohol that much." And then gave it a minute, and I, oh, there it is. And just, I uh, know I struggled with them, but that's a, it's, it's just a personal preference. It's just not for me. But that's not to say that it's bad either. Like, yeah. I like, do you know? What I mean, I never buy it again. I mean, kind of thing. The after shit on Guinness, right? Which we all took offense to. I didn't you know shit, shit on Guinness. Dippers, which are like Kinger's established favorite style. So. At this stage... You shit on sours the whole time. No, I didn't. <laughs> you shat, you have a shit on sours, which is mine. And you're like, oh yeah, no, What's because it? I'm not following I your trend. I myself to be very objectively converted <laughs> to being a fan of sours, which I've mentioned on numerous occasions on this podcast. You have, but you have. episode two. Okay, episode two, Walshie. So I shit on them for maximum one episode, okay? You're still shat on them. And, 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 and to be yeah. fair, to be fair, I think his only gripe with Sours is Green Zebra. Pretty much. Which is, only... which is a fair gripe because it's terrible. I I actually, I, I actually bought I four cans of Hopfully Leg Swap and yes. I gave three of them to three different people to try and convert them to Sours. And it worked for one person. So there's one more Sour drinker in the world while she because of me. Because of me, <laughs> technically. Yeah. If I'm your Sour <laughs> child, he's your Sour grandchild. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah so Kinger just one quick thing before we go on to writing this like I'm about halfway through the point now a little mm-hmm. bit more um, or, well the drink it's a 440ml can um, but the bitterness I think that is there and I think I've said it before that is there to cut through that alcohol content isn't getting far enough and the alcohol that you're tasting and it, it sounds silly but if anyone has a sip of this you'll know exactly what we mean it's like tasting pure alcohol. It builds and builds, and the aftertaste gets worse and worse. It's one of those drinks that I don't mind at the start, or I like at the start, and then don't want, by the time I'm finished it, I don't want to have it again. I That, that to me, is where this is landing. Um, there's drinks that are the same the whole way through. There's drinks that start not so good and get brilliant, and then there's this. Um, and this is just one more reminder to all you established breweries out there and aspiring craft breweries, you need to make your sensory testers drink the whole pint, the whole way through. None of this sipping. None of <laughs> this sipping a standard and yeah. sipping the pint and being like, oh, it's the same. No. The whole yeah. way through, please. And thank you. 
I like it's it's it, yeah it's it's interesting. I, for me, it started off very positively. The more I drink it, I do find that this this does sound super strange. But if I have, let's just say, uh, I had one point of whatever, and I had a breathalyzer test, I feel like I wouldn't be like off the scale. They wouldn't even breathalyze you with this. They'd smell it and they'd be like, "Nah, man, you're going to you're going to jail. That's you're what going I'm to fucking cell right now." That's 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 what I'm saying. Half halfway through this, I'm starting to feel like. Like it would be just so recognizable that I've been drinking like instantly. It just seems like it's it's very alcoholy. Uh, like maybe the more I drink it or, or for whatever reason, but it's 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 as a dipper, I feel like it's a bit too harsh, which I'm I'm disappointed by because it started off really well. <laughs> bit boozy is kind of a good way to describe it. It's like it's very boozy. Like, uh, okay, I'm okay. So I know you're going to be expecting like super positive. Uh, uh, rating for me on this so i'm gonna say that um started off very positive about this the more i drink it the harder i'm finding it to drink um which for for me as a big dipper fan i think is quite surprising this for me is just beer oh my it's, god oh yeah i wanted it to be beautiful but I'm actually struggling a bit to drink it, and I think that's down to the pure harshness of the alcohol taste, which, um, if yeah, just beer. <laughs> so I call it in episode one, Kinger, how you, at the start of season one, were super positive, and we leveled you out, and then we got a break, and then you were super positive again. I still think you're in <laughs> that positive place, because... I'm going to go next, and I'm going to give this thing an unbearable. What? Uh, no. Yeah. I I have gotten about two-thirds of the way through this now, and every mouthful feels like almost like it's like straight vodka with a kind of wheaty taste to it. <laughs> that alcohol boozy taste just builds and builds. It's not pleasant. There's no flavor. There's no discernible, like, oh, it's this or it's that. It's just overcoming anything that was there any pininess any bitterness now you're just having like bitter alcohol that's all i'm tasting off it deeply unpleasant i probably won't even finish this to be honest with you that's surprising unbearable for me unbearable so i'm at a a slight impasse with this uh i think kind of because i don't like dip as but then i could understand why people that do like dip as might like it because it's so heavy uh I don't know if I'd go as far as unbearable. I think that'd be a little unfair on it, but I'd be definitely a booze, and that's just pure personal preference. Just dip as I just don't enjoy. This is this oh. is this is super negative. I'm I'm very surprised. Yeah. Like I don't I don't think I don't think that this is that heavy in term in the world of dippers. You know, there's enough carbonation there, high for a dipper to keep it kind of light and crisp. It's just. There's no, there's nothing. Like if this had a citrusy flavor or a pine, like a, a very strong piney flavor, there's something there piney, but it's not that strong. But it doesn't have an identity. It literally feels like these guys brewed just any sort of beer they could get their hands on with whatever was left, bumped it up to a dipper and sold it with, with a class name to get people to buy it. I, I, you know? I, I think a lot of, a lot, an awful lot of dippers will have some kind of a flavor profile to kind of mask that heaviness of the alcohol and I think that I think it's just missing some kind of just a little kick of something to kind of mask it you know that could that could improve it greatly but it's not there yeah yeah, yeah. I am very torn on this one <laughs> like like this this is <laughs> you know the way we all all of us at some stage have had a beer that's been like I don't know how I feel about this I'm kind of stuck Generally, I don't yeah. get that. Generally, I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's a just beer or it's class or it's shite. And I don't really get the, mm, I'm stuck on a beer. This one I am. This one is, um, you know, like, their dippers aren't my favorite style. They're grand. I mean, but they're not my favorite. And I don't hate this, I think. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this one's proper got me. Like, I... I I like it a bit. I th- maybe I hate it. I don't know. It's it's conflicted. <laughs> I don't think 
I don't think hate's the right word That's... for any beer on this podcast because hate no. implies you actively expend oh, energy to dislike. Oh, that yeah, well, is uh, dislike. Craigie's okay. rosé cider. I can <laughs> yeah, full I can. confidence. There's this. That's... Uh, uh, you change, you change, yeah, you change that, your job. That, that's that's out and out loathing of an alcohol, uh, an alcoholic yeah. beverage. But no, this one, I, I'm, I'm actually pr- pretty torn on this. I, I think I like it. I think the pininess to it is not overwhelming. There's a bit of a sweetness there. The alcohol is the main thing you get. I'm not gonna, you know, you can't. There's no way you can deny that. However, well, I mean, you can, but you're gonna take a long time to get around that one. Um, but I think the big thing is like if you take small mouthfuls like I was saying if you take small mouthfuls or small sips that alcohol is just going to wipe everything off your mouth it's not you're not going to taste it you know you're just going to taste the alcohol you're not going to get those piney flavors that are there that kind of carbonation that they have that cuts through if you take a big mouthful and you just don't take your next mouthful for a while just take one big mouthful and leave it there for a while you get that kind of piney flavor that piney taste what with the booze still coming through yeah like can i just to count to counter that like most people when you're drinking a beer naturally okay you're gonna drink a mouthful and then another mouthful and then another mouthful and drinking this your natural process is going to be to kind of reduce your mouthful each time because of that alcohol content you're trying to get less of a kick and then you're down to sips and then you're going to be like oh well now i'm sipping it and it's as you say, washing away yeah. any piney flavor or sweetness that's there. No, and so like in a natural scenario, drinking this drink, you're gonna be like, no, you're no, not gonna want to finish this. You're, or if you do, you're gonna be glad it's gone. And the thing is, Mark, you know? you're right. We... That's that's what has me torn. That's the main thing. I'm thinking like, if I drink it the way I was drinking it here with like the bigger mouthfuls, it's it's a nice beer. It's solid. But if you drink it like you're saying in a natural state where you're just going to be less and less each time, it's just more and more boozy with each sip because you're not drinking as much to cut through it. So look, I'll, I'll give it, I'll give it a booze, but I'm not. Yeah, fuck it, I'll give it a booze, but it's it's in between. Jesus. Like it, it's it's really in between. Like I, it's it's one of those. Yeah, no, I can't give it higher though because it's not brutal. Like even if it was really good, it's not brutal. So it's in between shite and grand. So I'll give it a booze. <laughs> well, we all know my feelings. So I'm not going to be overly biased about it. All I'm going to do is delay it slightly, so Kinger has a little bit extra time to think of what a Kildare accent sounds like. It's just a Dublin accent. Like it's fine. <laughs> hey, you shut the fuck up! It is not a Dublin accent. Okay, the border ends at Leakslip and Lukelin, Luke, just... and that's the end of that. If you do a Dublin accent for this, I will come down to fucking Moat and I will slap your arse from one end of the People's Park to the other. Right through all those TY fucking... Right through through all those TY projects. That's what I will do. So, Kinger, you're saying they might as well just combine the counties and have one big county and maybe call it... Maybe just call it Kildare. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, Dublin and then everywhere else. Dissolve, dissolve, dissolve Dublin yeah. into, into 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 Kildare. Um, Mark, just one thing, one thing that 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 style of taste in beer by having a sip and then half in your sip, and can we call it that the half life paradox? Oh, that's that. You you, you, just, you keep you just, you'll never you'll never finish it. You just kind of like <laughs> yeah half your sip each time. I love the half life bit. Paradox, maybe not, but half the half life something definitely. Definitely, because it's not a paradox. Because it makes sense. Like it's yeah, fair. The half life. I was trying to say the half life theory. The half life theory. Theory. The half life theorem. Yeah, that'll do. Yeah. The half life theory. Yeah, there you go. Uh, you could be published in a recognised uh, scientific journal with that kind of logic, Kinger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I doubt it somehow. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, unbelievably, that gives Trouble Brewing's Fresh Prince of Kildare a booze from the Crafty Crew podcast. <laughs> you kind of went scouse there in the middle of that for a second. <laughs> I mean, no, I did not. No way. Okay. No okay. way. Oh, fair enough. It wasn't yeah, as fun as your Carlo one, though. Oh, I have to say. No, I mean, Carlo is going to be, that's just going to be the, the apex. Like, at the end of this, I think we need to rank your top three or five, and Carlo at the moment oh, is winning oh, hands 100%. down. 100%. Richie, Richie Carlo now. 
Right, lads. So just I have a very, I have a very quick one, right? And this is inspired by a listener of the podcast, Mono, who 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 asked us a question during the week. But I thought I might try and read. Who's a horrible Newcastle fan? Just to say. Oh, just like the worst. Yeah. Um, the Lions were kicked off last weekend, right? So I was wondering if you were to pick, could you tell, uh, could you tell us your favorite beer from each of the home nations? So like Ireland, Northern Ireland. Scotland, England, Wales. It might be a bit of a push to get all five. Just a quick one for anyone who's wondering why this is taking a bit of time. Everyone is furiously scrolling through their untaps to see which which beer they've got from each brewery. <laughs> okay, Kinger, I'll kick us off. I have four here. Um, I'm going to start nice and local. The Republic of Ireland. The best and only republic that should be recognised by the United Nations, but let's get into that another day. Um... I'm going to say uh, Hope Breweries uh, Pass if you can. It's my favourite mm. uh, kind of ale, knocking about from my favourite brewery. Love it. Tried it in Waterford the first time I had it. Realised it was brewed right down the road for me and will regularly buy it once, twice a week. Whenever I buy craft beer, if Hope is there, I'm buying it. Buying a can of it. Must have had like 30 crates at this stage. I don't know. Number two, going to bounce up to Northern Ireland to Boundary Brewing, okay? Something I had recently, the Invitation to Comic-Con, Pale Ale. Delicious. Absolutely fantastic. Lovely and juicy. Real nice flavour to it. A very enjoyable brew. I wish I'd bought more. I'm going to tiptoe across the pond now to the United Kingdom. So England. We're going to go down to um, Bad Brewing Company in England, and we're going to go with their off-tempo, milkshake ipa this thing is possibly the nicest beer i've ever had it is it's just unbelievable it's got this lovely milkshake flavor a lovely creaminess at the same time it's a nice and strong ipa but it's got the typical ipa notes the hops through it it's it's just absolutely fantastic if there's one beer i could if you would say to me is there one beer you can have and then you're dead this is the last beer you'll ever have this thing would be one of the ones in my head. I'd be like, oh my God, should I have this? And I might. It's that good. Bounce not up to Scotland then for my fourth. I'm going to pick Jagged Edge by Brewdog. It's a really delicious IPA. Um, probably my favourite of the IPAs I've had there. I know their Punk is their big one. Um, and they have a couple of like very successful uh, non-alcoholic beers in their Punk AF and their Hazy Jane and stuff. But for me, this is the nicest one I've had. And you know with what's going on in Brewdog at the moment. The Jagged Edge kind of has a certain symbolism there as well, too. <laughs> so those are my four. Hopes pass if you can. Off-tempo, Milkshake IPA by Bad, Jagged Edge by Brewdog, and Boundaries Invitation to Comic-Con. Cool, so I'll, I'll jump in next for the crack. I will give it a go. See if I can remember numbers after that Dipper thing. Beer 9.1. <laughs> Face melt goodness, um yeah. So I'll I'll go with uh, the UK first, and mine is Vocation Brewery, uh, Hop Skip and Juice, which I absolutely adore. I think it's a five point seven pale ale. It's absolutely savage. Funnily enough, the only place I've gotten it was in Tesco. Um, haven't seen it in other places, and it's savage. Um, class beer. If anyone gets a chance to try it, definitely give it a go. The can is really cool as well. It's multicolored awesomeness. Um, so then for Northern Ireland, I would have it's Boundary Brewing as well. Um, I'm a big fan of Boundary Brewing, they have a beer, it was called um, what was it? If you give me one second, I got the name of it. If you stand for nothing, what would you fall for? Which is a six percent IPA, and uh, surprisingly enough, was the beer we did, uh, the beer I did on our first kind of off-air pilot for the crafty crew podcast um it's an epic beer if anyone gets to try it proper good stuff really big fan of that um from scotland um there's it's Brewdog as well i haven't had many um scottish beers to be fair so i would go for Brewdog, and it's going to be duopolis or duopolis um that's that's my favorite it's kind of an oatmeal ipa um yeah it's solid beer it's really nice tasty quite easy drink um, and then for ireland this is the one that kills me the most quite hard um but 
I'm probably going to have to go with my local brewery, um, go with Dead Center, and it's going to be marooned. Um, I think that 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 oat IPA is just it's class. It's the mouthfeel, everything about it, and it's just so consistently good. Um, yeah, that's that's going to be my one. Just knowing that I can get it, no more than like you, Mark. Knowing you can get it whenever you you're out somewhere, knowing it's always going to be a solid beer, not having to be like, oh, is this one going to be good or bad? Yeah, definitely up there for me. So, dead center marooned boundary. Uh, if you, oh my god, if you do, if you don't stand for this, what will you fall for? Brewdog Duopolis, Vocation, Hop, Skip, and Juice Pale Ale. Nally, we've both been in a situation where a beer we've loved just hasn't made it, or you know, it's either it's a limited edition that doesn't get pumped into regular production. Or it's some sort of, you know, mainstream attempt at a, a staple that doesn't quite work out. I guess for you, it would be like the Apex S'mores one with Wicklow Wolf. It was a limited edition and they didn't like kick it into mainstream. Um, I've had a few myself. The Red IPA, Hope did for their summer se- or their winter seasonal, 2020. That's... I absolutely fell in love with that beer. Um, just, just a quick one for you, Mark. You're lucky though, because Hope do that winter seasonal Red IPA every year. That's their seasonal IPA, so you're going to get that next year. It's just going to be a different. It's 2021 batch, but that's that's what they do each year. They do the red IPAs. There's winter seasonal, so you have some hope. Well, I I do have some hope. I'm going to get more, ah. but it's it's very reaffirming when or reassuring maybe or whatever. But it it makes you feel very good about yourself when a beer you absolutely love. And for you guys, it's going to be the Dead Center Brewery kind of their main range, but maroon for you. For me, the hope um, pass if you can, that you're not the only one that feels that way, and that people get behind it and buy it. Um, and I know a lot of a lot of ads say drink responsibly, but here at the pod, but here at the Craft Crew podcast, we don't say drink responsibly. We say drink whenever you want, whatever you want, but only if you like it. Uh, so drink whenever you want, whenever you want, only if you like it. Nile King, twenty twenty one. Or, or or if you're on a podcast like ours and have to drink tippers because Kinger says so. Uh, for me, Scotland is uh, Innocent Guns, the original. It's um, It was probably my first ever uh, uh, time dabbling in the world of craft beer. Uh, so it's it's they call it a Scottish golden beer and it's brewed in like in, in whiskey casks like it's a six point six percent beer, and it's it's like there's a there's a bang of alcohol off it, which I I really really um, enjoyed. Um, I think then I would have to go for the north. I'd have to go Boundary, which they're getting a big mention uh, in this section. But they have a, a tropical IPA called Imbongo, and it's absolutely it's incredible. It's such a nice beer. Um, Ireland is like metal beer solid. Like there's just there's no there's there's no getting around that. I'll never get over that beer. Um, uh, but my English beer, and you're going to have to help me out. So I know it's the Wild Beer Company. Um, we had it on the podcast, I think. Calamification or classification or something. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Um, calamification. Calamification. That's it. Yeah. yeah calamification. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. Um, hibiscus, I think, is the main kind of flavor, and it's it's so different for a beer. Uh, it's really nice. Um, I was gonna say shouting at strangers, but it, no, stop it. Like no, <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Walshy, all done to you. Right, I will start Northern Ireland as well, and unfortunately, Kinger got there ahead of me. But I will have to go with Boundary and Bongo as well. Uh, Ireland. They're, they're hey guys, Walshy, I'm just going to stop you there. Just in case anyone's listening and thinks we have some sort of affiliation with Boundary Brewing. We really don't. Um, it's just that we've had a lot of their beers <laughs> versus other Northern Irish breweries. And um, that's the only they're reason we're, we're landing on that. Right. But Brecon Brewhouse, Beer Hut, Whitewater... Uh, I think is it twelve, 12 trees yeah. in um Ty- Ty- Tyrone. Like there is an awful lot of very good Northern Irish breweries, and we one hundred percent even even let's push out the board. Let's push out the boundaries here. Um, excuse the pun, <laughs> Mac- 
McIver's in Armagh for ciders as well. There's an awful lot of craft breweries out there in Northern Ireland that are very, very good, and you should really give them the chance if you can. Scott's and Cavan as well. Really good cider brewery if anyone's interested in their ciders. But Mbongo is unbelievable. It is. Yeah. I mean, it is. I, it is. Unbelievable. I think the big thing here, just, Walshy, sorry, really quick. The big thing here is... Um, more importantly, that there are plenty of breweries up the north, but uh, seriously, lads, if you get a chance to get some of that boundary stuff, it's quality. <laughs> oh, oh, it's good stuff. Yeah. It's quality. Yeah. Right, before I was rudely interrupted, <laughs> I will carry on. Uh, I'll go with Ireland, and Ireland's going to be a tricky one because obviously we've drank a lot of stuff from there. But for me, I have to go Yellow Belly Castaway. Uh, that's a sour that I need back. Uh, unfortunately, I found out that it's a one off. Uh, but hopefully they come back to it and do something again soon. But that broke my heart. Uh, Scotland, Brewdog, uh, Duopolis. Um, was it Nally and Oatmeal Milk? Yeah, it was the same one I said. Yeah, you're right. Something. You didn't say Duopolis, did you? Yeah, he did. Uh, ah, bollocks. That's <laughs> <laughs> fine. Like, we it's can, just, we are allowed to beer. agree on yeah, things from time to time. Yeah. Like, we can agree on yeah. that. Uh, then England, yeah. I will go with... Um, Siren uh, Lumia. Oh, yeah. Lumina. That was a great the, show. Oh, yeah. That's a yeah. session. What a show. Hey, look, what a show. The, gluten the benefits free. of yeah. untapped. Let's put it that way. Yeah, good beer. <laughs> One beer, leaveable beer. Yeah, uh, gorgeous, beautiful br- br- beer. Beautiful, yeah, really. Quality. But, uh... It's a beautiful beer. <laughs> <laughs> More importantly, lads, uh, and one final question for this week. What kind of beer do you reckon Eamon Dunphy drinks? Don't care. I reckon it's quality. Don't I care. It's so as the lads continue their bit of rivalry about Eamon Duffy, uh, I'll sign us out. So uh, next week, it's Mead and Dublin. We have Lineman's Astral Grains and we have Brews Pandanero, uh, which I'm not super excited about. But, uh, until then, it's a goodbye from Nally, goodbye from Mark, goodbye from Walchie, and from myself, Kinger. See you next week. No, he drinks rose cider.